Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Wednesday, July 20th, 2022. I'm one of your host, Blessing. Adelia Jr. Joining me is Gameonesis, a.k.a. Janet Garcia. Yo, what's good? Uh, Janet, first off, I got to compliment you. Your dress looks amazing. Thank you. Very vibrant. A lot of good colors. A lot of chat is also saying that your dress looks great. Is, where'd yeah, you get I, that from? Is that a new dress? It is new. I got it from Black Milk. Um, not sponsored, but contact people, I guess, if they're looking for that kind of <laughs> so that kind of uh, collaboration. But yeah, I got it from Black Milk. And I'm like, when am I going to go outside again? I don't know. So I'm like, I'll just wear it for these podcasts that I'm doing. So this is me doing that. I'm glad you're better than me because every now and then I yes, that's I try, we can just end it there. I I try. Listen, I you I can stop giving you compliments right now. Uh, no, you're better than me because every now and now and then I try to dress up for KFGD. Like I had the polo thing going for a little bit, and then every now and then I'm like, oh no, I'll, I'll wear a bomber jacket. I'll wear a jean jacket. And now, right now, I'm in my season of not giving a fuck because yeah, that's I don't know if it's the I don't know if it's the weather. I don't know if it's just the vibes. But like I've been needing this the, the the sweatshirts. My sweatshirt is hiding right now. I'm not actually wearing it. But I've been needing like the sweatshirts just for the comfortability. I've not been really I've not been super fashion over function lately. And in my head, I'm like, I'm gonna wait for the studio. The studio is when I'm gonna go all out and start dressing up again. Oh, build that, up the I mean, hyper already. I see. Yeah, because like that's what I when I go out regularly, I like to wear actual clothes, like yes, good looking clothes. But when when I'm at home, it just doesn't hit the same. That is true. Um, it kind of feels like you're wearing a costume when you're dressed up inside yes. your house. And I'm wearing sweatpants anyway, so what's the point of wearing a bomber jacket if I'm wearing sweatpants at home? Bless, you notice how good Cool Greg looked uh, yesterday? He looked great. Like his, his outfit, like that shirt that he had, he was wearing a Henley with like a tan or a camel canvas jacket on top. He looked great. That was a good outfit he put together. And like the thing for me with Cool Greg is that now, since we've been working from home for the last two and a half years, I only see him very periodically. And I swear to God, every single time I see him, I see him like maybe once every few months. And every time I see him, he looks better and better. Where I'm like, yeah, he's getting fitter been... and fitter. He's doing a marathon. Yeah, like... And like, well, oh shit, I should probably shouldn't talk about it. I don't know if he wants me to put him on blast. Doing a marathon in like two weeks. Pretty exciting for him. Mm. Oh, it's really nice. exciting. Is that his first or is he just like? He did a half marathon. Um, like a month ago, maybe. Killed it's also it. funny because I've never spoken to Cool Greg in my entire life. I don't think. It he's is a, a ride, dude. you know that that human being. <laughs> it he's, tends to he's be so fucking special. I love him. Fucking love Cool Greg. Janet, what was your favorite vegetable fact that you learned before the show today? Because um, we had a long conversation about Brussels sprouts and broccoli. I feel like this is gonna end in an I argument, guys. I guess the bok choy thing, like the relationship between bok choy and broccoli, though, that's that's not that shocking. Don't tell but... them. Don't tell them. They, they got to go find out. Look it up. Yeah. You're going to have to Learn Google for yourself. For yourself. See, the, the my favorite thing is learning that it sounds it seems like Kevin has never thought about wrapping Brussels sprouts in bacon, which I thought was a very regular thing. That's insane. I'm Googling morning. that right now, seeing what comes up. Brussels sprouts, bacon. 
Wrapping Brussels sprouts in bacon is the only way to do it. I fucking love bacon wrapped Brussels sprouts. Honestly, bacon wrapped anything I can go for. But Brussels sprouts, I feel true. like that's the main way that I like to eat Brussels sprouts. It's kind of insane how much, um, how versatile bacon is. Mm, how much you can mm. wrap <laughs> wrapping bacon. Yeah, you can put most things oh in bacon. Oh my God, this and they looks beautiful. Work. Are you seeing the images? Can you pull them up? Yeah, yeah. I can... <laughs> this looks good. Oh my God. Dude, I'm just saying, Kevin, it's going to change your life. Like, should, once I you, you, should I make this for you? Should you come over and we eat this? You read my mind. That was exactly where I was going to go. Whenever you consider <laughs> making this, I need you over to have some. Because usually my sis, my older sister is the one that would make this for us growing up. And I'm not, I've not uh, made it for myself uh, since I moved out of the house. Are they sweet? Uh, Are they like candied bacon? No, it's like it's savory bacon. Hmm. Yeah, it adds God. a, because like Brussels sprouts, there's vegetables, right? Like there's not really, not there's not like a savory taste there. Once you wrap them in bacon, changes the whole situation it changes mm, the game mm, mm. you're just eating bacon but you just you also have the brussels sprouts in there to make you feel a bit, a bit more better about yourself i think that's the whole thing with it you gotta you love go. it listen <laughs> about bacon enough about brussels sprouts enough about fun broccoli facts let's talk about today's stories which include discord coming to xbox bruce straley's new studio and more because this is kind of funny games daily each and every weekday at 10 a.m live right here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games we run you through the nerdy news you need to know about if you're watching live you can correct us if we get stuff wrong by going to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong if you don't want to watch live you can watch later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosteeth.com or you can listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for kind of funny games daily remember you can use epic creator code kind of funny on all epic store and epic in-game purchases like rocket league and fortnite to help support the channel to be a part of the show to patreon.com slash kind of funny games or bronze members or above get to write in and silver members or above get the show ad free with the exclusive daily post show housekeeping for you our games cast this week is up right now in case you missed it we reviewed stray and as dusk falls and if that's not enough for you andy has a let's play of his first 30 minutes in stray both of those are up right now on youtube.com slash kind of funny games thank you to our patreon producers fargo brady and gordon mcguire and al tribesman today we're brought to you by expressvpn me undies and athletic greens but we'll tell you about that later for now let's begin with what is and forever will be the roper report <laughs> It's time for some news. We have seven stories today. A baker's dozen. Starting with our number one, Janet. Discord is coming to Xbox. I'm pulling from Ash Parrish and Tom Warren at The Verge. Discord and Microsoft are bringing Discord voice calls to the Xbox. Uh, the feature available now to Xbox insiders and coming soon to the rest of us will allow us will allow users to connect to Discord vo voice chats from their Xbox, facilitating all kinds of cross-platform play shenanigans. The process of connecting your Xbox and Discord accounts and starting up a voice chat is pretty involved. First, you have to download the Xbox mobile app, as you'll use your phone number to transfer Discord, or you, not your phone number, you, you'll use your phone to transfer Discord calls to an Xbox. Then, you have to connect your Xbox account to your Discord one. If you've connected them in the past, the instructions state that you'll need to do so again to, uh, to accept the new voice permissions. Once that's done, whenever you want to talk to your, your Discord homies on Xbox, you can start a call on Discord, hit the transfer to Xbox button, choose an Xbox console on the Xbox mobile app, and you're done. Discord voice chat on Xbox works by essentially transferring voice chats from Discord to an Xbox, and it's supported on both Xbox One and Xbox Series S slash X consoles. That means you can't directly join Discord calls from an Xbox, and there's no dedicated Discord app on the console. Instead, you always use the mobile app to sling calls across, and they integrate into an Xbox party-like interface. 
Microsoft and Discord will start rolling out this new integration to select Xbox Insiders today, and it'll expand to more testers in the coming weeks. Janet Garcia, how big is this for Xbox? This is a big deal. Um, I think especially just because it's been a feature, a form of a feature that's been highly requested, I think, from players for a really long time. Uh, and even if you don't intend to use it, I feel like it's still a good win for Xbox. Everyone basically just uses Discord for all of like that stuff. I think the only it's pretty rare for people to like regularly game online and they're not using Discord, at least to some degree. Obviously, there might be some exceptions. Like when I, you know, call you up on PlayStation, I just do it from the console and I don't use Discord. But for um, my like larger parties or like my friends that I have on Discord, we just all jump into a, a chat on Discord. So I think this is a really big deal, especially I think in the context of PlayStation's relationship with Discord and how we're like, oh, we're definitely going to get some cool Discord stuff with PlayStation. And for Xbox to kind of beat them to the punch is kind of, I think, the most shocking part of this story. I'll, it's not I'll so much that it happened, but it's just that like, oh, and and before, not only is it going to be part of it, which again, like it's not like PlayStation owns Discord. They have like a partnership and relationship and investment in Discord. So I didn't necessarily expect it to be an exclusive kind of relationship, but for it to be before and not simultaneous or after is pretty surprising. Yeah, I got I got thoughts about that, but before we get there, right, <clears throat> right I want to echo the fact that I think this is big. I think this is huge. This is extra huge for um, cross-platform play, which over the years have become has become more and more of a big thing. And to this day, right, like communications are a th are a thing that still have been nailed down. A lot of games nowadays have in-game chat, even for cross-play. So log into Apex and you're partied up with. If you're on PlayStation, you're partied up with somebody who's on PC or Xbox. In-game chat will work for that, but. In most games, in-game chat kind of sucks. Like, the, the quality isn't there. Oftentimes, you step into a load screen in some games, you'll then um, cut out, and then you won't be able to talk again until you're loaded back in the game. Subtle things like that hold that experience back in a way that, for me, is preferable. And I think for most people, it's just preferable to be in some kind of uh, overall party chat, whether that's PS5 party chat, Discord on PC, or Xbox uh, party chat. Uh, Discord, though, uh, having this integration with Xbox is huge in terms of what that does for crossplay. Because all the time now, I'm playing games with uh, my friends Rihanna and Danny. And lately, I've been playing uh, some Fortnite with them. We played some Fall Guys the other week. And when we did that, again, I was playing on PlayStation. They were playing on Xbox. And we partied up on PC on Discord to talk to each other. And that is just a not, like, it's not it's not natural, right? Like, it's, it, it's, it's, it's it's about a few steps too far in terms of what should be required to be able to chat in that way. And the reason why we're doing it that way is because we want to have the best experience talking to each other, but then also can't agree on whether we want to all hop on PlayStation or all, all hop on Xbox. And so I think this is going to be a big, uh, big step forward for that. But yeah, in terms of Discord and their partnership with PlayStation and PlayStation's investment in Discord and this coming to Xbox first, I was surprised. I think a lot of people are surprised to, to see this happen so soon and way before and not even way before, but before um, PlayStation having any sort of deeper integration. For me, I think that when we get the PlayStation integration, it'll uh, it'll be deeper and it'll be more ingrained into what PS5 party chat is. That is my prediction, um, right? Because again, you have PlayStation putting in the money, right? You have them putting in the work to advertise the partnership to make it known that, hey, PlayStation and Discord is a thing. And I don't think it is going to be as simple as, hey, like, you know, if you open up your phone and open up the PlayStation app, you can then reroute the Discord calls to your PlayStation. I do think it'll be more so 
oh, you can go to either a Discord app that is already downloaded onto your PlayStation, or maybe it'll be built in natively. So that way, when you start up a party, it's already it's already uh, Discord integrated to where you can hit up somebody with their Discord username, and then it is naturally happening, as opposed to the way that's happening on Xbox, which isn't the worst case scenario, right? Like I think the way that they have it set up on Xbox is fine, but I do think that it could be better. And I imagine that when it comes to PlayStation, all that stuff will be ironed out by then. Do you think the fact that there's so many um, steps to setting up, not just like the initial setup, because obviously that's always going to be the case on any platform, but the fact that it isn't doesn't have like a native app to it, is that a disappointment for people? I know you don't really care as much because you're not someone that is maybe going to take as advantage of this integration, especially because it's on Xbox and I don't know how often you're you're hopping over there. Um, but yeah, is that kind of a letdown that it doesn't have a native app at the launch of the service integration? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm on Xbox doing online stuff enough to where I I do feel 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 this a little bit right. Like I played I played quite a bit of Halo on Xbox. I play Forza. Like whenever there's a cool uh, first party Xbox game or online uh, Xbox exclusive, which is all the time, I'll, which is all the time, right? I'll tend I'll tend to <laughs> to to be on there. Literally uh, one, two, too many. Oh, I'm just joking, but also, but for for me, I'm not I don't think any games. So. I don't think it's too disappointing, you know? Like, I think as I read it, it sounds way more complicated than it really is. Really, all it is is, hey, have the Xbox app installed to your phone and Discord also so that when you join a party, you click a button on the Xbox app and it'll reroute it and you're in. Um, I think that's better than what we've already had. And I think it's fine. It'll be a thing that people get used to. And I wouldn't be surprised if months or maybe a year from now, there actually is a Discord Xbox app. I wouldn't be surprised if this is just the first step into getting the integration there to have it at the ground floor. And then over time, we get the full integration to where now you're downloading an, an, an app and it's easier than ever to jump into a, a Discord call via your Xbox. Yeah, I agree. Is this something that you see you see yourself using? Um, Not on Xbox specifically, because I play very few games online. Um, and at this point, I think all of my online games I'm mostly playing on PlayStation. I will download Fortnite on just to make it a little bit easier to do things. Um, you know, I have consoles like from my desk to my bedroom TV to my living room. Sorry, my internet is like crapping out again. Yeah, you guys are too. Uh oh, is right. Surprise if you can hear us. I I can hear you guys, but you is suddenly internet went down. So that's not good. And your internet is down. Uh, it's okay. not down because we're still talking. I I don't know. I think it got better. Everyone in chat is is freaking out though. I guess it's not. Yeah, it is. Right. Um, I'm looking at the stream like on Twitch specifically, and it's like lagged and then it like pauses Hold and stuff which i kind of saw happening but i just was like yeah everybody in chat is saying robot janet robot janet janet i think it might robot. be bad it looks like which it might i've be had bad. that theory for a while now <laughs> um i think it might be saying bad. kevin sounds great yeah it's Mecca blessing uh can we get confirmation that we all sound good you're saying yep it's good now it's fine it's back uh, janet is a great robot I can hear you all now. We okay, sounding good. It's fine. Okay, it looks like we're it looks like we're good. It looks like we're good. Um, I forgot where we're at in conversation, but this Discord um, thing sounds cool. Yeah, just the the you asked like if I'm gonna use this. Uh, the answer is maybe. Like I do think I want to download at least like Fortnite on my Series X just to be able to bounce between platforms. And if this is 
and it'd, be, it'd just be kind of cool to check it out too i think just from a where the space is moving in terms of like integrating voice chat more seamlessly across different platforms when do you think it comes to playstation oh man i feel like it's gonna come stupid late uh maybe fall fall always seems like a good time for some things like a fall playstation tweet you know but i I wonder if the your prediction is sort of the hold up on why this came to Xbox first, where they're doing a deeper integration. And then if that's the case, I wonder how like what that process looks like. Is that almost done? Is it does it have a long way to go? Are they waiting to see what goes down on Xbox for like on the discord end? Like they want to slowly roll these out instead of dropping it all at once. Like I'm just I have no idea what's going on behind the scenes or why. Oh, this yeah. isn't on PlayStation. I, yet. I, I would not be surprised if it is a hey, we gotta just slowly roll this out because yeah, you know, technology is difficult as you can see and tell for people that are watching listening. Um, but then also, <laughs> you know, so like hard. development development is difficult. And so for Discord, I'm sure dealing with Xbox backend and then also PlayStation backend and trying to figure out how to develop for these two things differently, especially if they are trying to do two different things on the different platforms, because PlayStation is probably asking for way more. That is probably a big process, and it is probably a okay. What we what we want to do on Xbox is easier than we want to do on PlayStation. Let's focus on Xbox uh, right now and just get that out and make that happen. And then let's say twenty twenty three, it it's all all uh, ships ahead on PlayStation and making sure that whatever that uh, process looks like, we are nailing that and not not having to worry about launching everything at the same time. My prediction is twenty twenty three. We've heard about this this Discord um, partnership for a while now, and I think. About now is the time where I feel like it should be coming to, to fruition. And so if right now the, the plan is to get Xbox out the way and then go to PlayStation uh, or focus on PlayStation next. Yeah, I could, I could see it happening um, sooner than later. That was, a, that was a crazy thing that just happened. The robots came through. They abducted us or replaced us and then started talking to the podcast. And people thought they were us. It's fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy out there. You never listen. know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen on Kind of Funny Games Daily. But we're back with story number two. Janet. Bruce Straley, formerly of Naughty Dog, has started a new studio. This comes from Nibel on Twitter. Uh, Nibel tweeted out this morning, Wildflower, Wildflower Interactive is a new game studio led by Bruce Straley of The Last of Us and Uncharted and a team of industry vets that worked on a variety of high-profile games. Uh, Nibel then linked to the website uh, where the studio writes, quote, good people making good stuff. It seems so simple and obvious, but that's really what it's all about. Let's enjoy our work and appreciate the people we get to work with. And let's try to advance our industry in the process. Starting something new means we get to change the way things are done. With the games we make, the culture we grow, and processes we use for both. We're making, quote, smallish, creatively charged, uniquely stylized games that explore the possibilities of our medium. And we're building a small, open-hearted team of creators that want to improve their skills and still lead a good life outside of work. People that want to hone their craft, have a say in the process, feel respected for their contributions, and be a part of the evolution of this awesome medium. Our first game is underway, and we've got the backing to help us grow. We plan on doing this slowly and consciously. Right now, we're hiring for just a few key full-time positions, but we'll continue to be ramping up uh, as the year goes on. If you're interested in joining the team, check out our careers page, and be sure to check back regularly, end quote. Uh, Janet, Bruce Straley is starting up a new studio. Of course, people out there might know Bruce Straley, formerly of Naughty Dog, has worked on games such as Uncharted, was the game director, actually, of Uncharted uh, uh, 2, uh, Last of Us, uh, Left Behind, and then also did art direction on Uncharted, Drake's Fortune, and then did art stuff as well on Jack and Daxter and the whole Jack series. Janet, thoughts? 
Yeah, I'm excited about this. I mean, I always talk about being into people, starting new projects, starting new studios, starting new IP. Um, you know, my joke from How Much Your Mother New is Always Better. I'm hyped for it. And I think even just looking at the website kind of gives you a little bit of a window into the vibe and the energy that they're putting forth. And it's one that appeals to me. You know, it has a really soft, artsy, funky vibe to it. It definitely picks um, some aesthetic over elements of function where like the rotating carousel of, of the games. But I think that speaks to what they're looking to do, which is just make something cool and different and experimental um and they talk about pushing like the medium forward while also making stuff like that's just small and different and funky and honestly um looking at their website reminds me a lot of uh, media molecules website in terms of them having like the funky polaroids and the weird timeline stuff they do so um i like the energy they seem to be coming out with uh the back of the team's baseball card is also impressive you know again uncharted 4 last of us call of duty abzu's on there um a couple other like kana's on there a few titles i've spoken to me the path is on there so a lot of games with good art directions yeah like i've liked almost all of those games um and have like beaten almost all of those games as well like i have a really direct relationship with those so if the, obviously that doesn't mean that you're going to get like those games specifically, but I think it speaks to the pedigree of what the team has already done before this. And the idea of them kind of culminating all their skills seems like it'll be uh, make some cool stuff. So hopefully their projects come out and they're dope. But either way, I'm looking forward to what they're going to be dropping. What about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what exactly it's going to be. I think it's very fascinating that they call out specifically that they're making small-ish, creatively charged, uniquely stylized games um, that, that explore the possibilities of our medium. To me, that speaks to the fact that they're not, they're not making AAA. Um, and, I, and that's not to say that whatever they're making isn't going to be high budget or isn't going to look good or whatever, but it's, it, it strikes me very differently from what we've seen a lot of uh, lately, where you're seeing a lot of a lot of developers leave bigger studios than start studios to then also work on big AAA games, right? Like we have the Callisto Protocol uh, coming up from people who previously worked on on Dead Space. That looks to be a really cool pushing the fidelity uh, AAA video game from a studio that I know they're owned by um, uh, the PUBG folks, or at least the game is being published by the PUBG folks, but they are kind of a studio that's coming that 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 grew from the ashes and is kind of doing their own thing. I'm very excited and curious to see to to see. Uh, what this game looks like. Again, talking about the previous games worked on, you know, you're talking about Abzu, you're talking about, uh, this. it says Call of Duty here, but I think that's just like kind of a throw in of, oh yeah, we, by the way, like I'm sure that somebody here did gameplay or program or something for Call of Duty, but then you're talking about Pathless, uh, Abzu, Kana, Astroneer, Give Uncharted. the scuba diver a gun, finally. <laughs> uh, give the scuba diver a, a gun. Uh, yeah, like this sounds cool. Um, the people that they have that they have working on it, seem like they know what they're doing and right like the in art style wise and art direction wise very curious to see to, to see how this one comes down is is the fact that bruce straley is leading it does that do anything for you i know you're yeah. new to being an uncharted fan with uncharted 4 <laughs> People, man uh oh, the uncharted the uncharted ride has been has been a fun one and it's not over because i still have lost legacy and i still gotta watch the movie uh, i'm not gonna do golden abyss or whatever i'm, I'm skipping that one um yeah i mean i think like a lot of the projects that bruce has been involved with i've enjoyed um especially like i think looking at the it's it's funny looking at the game director element of it all too with like what you have pulled up where it's like uncharted 2 uncharted 4 like well i'm not an uncharted 2 stan the train thing was super dope and that is probably my favorite of that initial 
batch of games. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think there's some cool stuff there. I, I obviously, again, I don't think that necessarily means like you have to love all those projects or have a relationship with all of those projects because at the end of the day, Bruce Staley is not making those games, right? Like he, they're going to go on and make new projects and this is just kind of the history in the background. And I think if anything, that just speaks to the pedigree and I think the diversity of the portfolio. Um, again, I don't think... You can look at Jack and Uncharted and be like, we're going to get something that's going to have such a direct through line. But those are quality games. Those are very different games. And I think it speaks to, you know, again, just the history and the knowledge set that Bruce has. So, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, let's talk about story number three. Platinum Games is working on several unannounced projects. This comes from Francis Kenna at NME. Platinum Games has revealed that it's currently working on a, quote, few other unannounced titles with different publishers, end quote. This comes from a new lengthy interview with popular Japanese publication Famitsu with Platinum Games president Atsushi Inaba and vice presidents Hideki Kamiya and Takao Yamane. Inaba revealed that, uh, that, quote, there are a few other unreleased titles, some of which are on the brink of production and some of which are still in their infancy, but notes that the developer can't give away any specifics as it's up to the publishing partners. Additionally, Inaba states that the company is, quote, working on another brand new IP alongside the previously unannounced Project GG. In regards to the upcoming Bayonetta 3, Project GG and the new IP, uh, Inaba described them all, all as being, quote, large-scale projects. Inaba also ex expresses an interest in increasing the company's size, which currently sits at just shy of 300 employees, to accommodate all of the new projects uh, with a future goal of being 1,000 employees. However, bo both he and Kamiya agree that it's an ambitious number. Uh, Inaba also mentions that this could lead to more studios outside of Osaka and to in Tokyo, uh, with Hakata and Sapporo uh, being mentioned as potential locations. Platinum Games' next title, uh, slated for release, is Bayonetta 3, which will launch exclusively for Nintendo Switch on October 28th, almost five years after its initial teaser trailer. Janet, what do you think about a new IP coming out of Platinum Games? Again, I'm always down for the new stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm down for this. I haven't, admittedly, I don't have like a like a super deep history with platinum games but i'm excited to jump into bayonetta 3 and i it sounds like they're you know like thinking things through in terms of wanting to scale up but also acknowledging that that would need to involve like growing the company's size so i like that they they seem to have in mind what it will take to get to where they want to be in terms of being able to execute on their projects um also it's so wild that it's been so long since that initial teaser trailer for bayonetta yeah, right. i kind of forgot how how big that gap was just because I'm not like historically a Bayonetta fan. Not that I don't like Bayonetta, but I haven't played the other games. So I wasn't like waiting with bated breath on this, but yeah, finally coming out and uh, I'm excited to check it out. I've been dipping into some people that there's uh, some people I know streaming, like the older games, like Sarah pods is streaming. I think Bayonetta, the Bayonetta from Wii U. And I was watching that a bit. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to dip into the energy that platinum's out here putting forth. But what about you? You seem definitely like platinum makes the kind of games that, you historically have been into yeah yeah platinum games is a studio that i love and they're a studio that is also very inconsistent uh weirdly enough you know they put out babylon's fall er earlier this year and i think that's probably gonna go down as one of if not maybe the worst game of the year for a game that's especially supposed to come out as this games as service game that when revealed originally looked cool but also originally did not look like the game they ended up putting out uh, earlier this year um but you know aside from those pitfalls that we see every now and then from platinum i think they put out uh awesome games and yeah you talk about the type of games that they put out right there are those dope character action um you know big 
spectacle uh, style games and bayonetta 3 is one that i'm looking forward to right like bayonetta 1 and 2 i never got around to playing uh because on uh bayonetta 2 came out on wii u and i remember i remember reading those reviews i think i talked about this recently but i remember reading those reviews and being like yo this looks off the chain like the 10 out of 10 from GameSpot. damn this game looks like it's about to be dope oh it's on the wii u okay well i <laughs> not me or any of my friends have one of those and so maybe i'll come back to it later um but for me i think it's not you know, too late for you to get a wii u bless I mean, it's, it's now out on other things. Now it's just a matter of like, bless you. I just wait for you have the Wii U. You have I the company. I, Wii I U. always for, I always forget that in my closet is the company Wii U. But also, do I want to pick that thing up? Do I want to b- pick up that big ass screen? The setup isn't too bad. Like the gamepad dies really fast, though. Like I basically play with it plugged in at this point. Um, I don't want to Yo- that gamepad, dude. I'm, play- I'm playing Yoshi's Woolly World right now, which is like one of the best Yoshi games in recent history. Like, holy cow, that game is so freaking good. But yeah, plug in your plug in your Wii U. Plug oh. it in once, you won't have to plug it in again. You just swap out the HDMI's in the back with the other console you have there. I know you have the space. Okay, first of all, we're we're neglecting the fact that I'm pretty sure Bayonetta 2 was on everything else now. Like, it, it got ported. But then there's also... More than, there's more there, though, still. Yeah, but, but, uh, but like, on the Wii U, that was, like, the original artist and, uh, you know, Vision is what uh, playing on the Wii U, you know, Bless. We're so, also like... neglecting the fact that <laughs> I, I have now used the Nintendo Switch since 2017, and I now have a Steam Deck that I've used since Okay, again, I'm April. lining up all these for, like, the big studio reveal, like, show, series, whatever we're going to be doing. Like, I have so many bad ideas for content and one of them is i think we make bless play the wii u no like i mean we did that for Darktober. we did it for Darktober. Uh. that's why he has the wii u we uh that's how we played dk64 so. okay yeah. but we could get we can get like like university jackets and we can call it what well, wii university and then just play wii u Ooh, games all right that's a great name i feel like janet you've been thinking about this uh, I'm a, for I'm a much sucker longer for good time mglx <laughs> says we bless you other there's so many ideas okay, right no that's a bad one that's a bad one. Wii university is great Thank you. We bless you is terrible. And also, here's I mean, the we, thing. I, I'm, I'm not strong. I am mostly like anti Wii U, but I'm not completely anti Wii U because the Wii U did have Nintendo Land. And Nintendo Land uh-huh. was a fantastic time that I wish they would port or make a new one. It was underrated. Not enough people checked it out, especially mm. in multiplayer party mm. settings. Nintendo Land was such a fucking great it's time. Also, it, that's, it's an objectively better console than the Switch because it has DK64 and the Switch still doesn't. Yeah, but the Switch is going to get that sooner or later. You know, okay. it's only a matter of, oh, a matter is, of time. They got, to we just gotta wait for it. they got to Pokemon Puzzle League before they got to DK64 Blast. We're not getting DK64. We'll, we'll get it someday. We got a Banjo-Kazooie on there. They're talking to Rare. Actually, is, it, is that on there yet? I forget if they already actually put that on there already or it not. Might have launched kind of funny.com slash you're wrong. Kind of funny.com slash you're wrong. That said... No, I'm not going to fucking play my Wii U. But then also, um, I'm Of course not. You're saving it for Wii University. I look forward to seeing you there. <laughs> of Sign course. up soon. Classes fill up quick. <laughs> Except they don't. That's why they made the Switch instead. So there's but yeah, that. like Platinum Games, they put out Astral Chain. I fucking loved Astral Chain. Of Nier Automata, one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, played Metal Gear Rising Revengeance earlier this year and had a fantastic time with that. Like, Platinum Games makes my type of shit that I absolutely adore and I'm looking forward to what their what their future holds the idea that they're making a new IP I'm excited for but because it's platinum I have to be cautiously optimistic because platinum does have bad games sometimes every now and then i think they're getting better about not having as many bad games as they did uh back when they were making a, a lot of licensed shit but every now and then they still have babylon's falls and i think you know there are two things here one a few months ago, maybe it was earlier this year, late last year, they're talking about changes coming to Platinum. They're talking a lot about making ongoing games and service style games, and those are not, those are what I don't want from Platinum. 
And that's what Babylon's Fall tried to be. And I hope that Babylon's Fall was a signal to them that, no, you shouldn't do this. Let's pivot back to what we're good at and focus on making uh, exciting games. That's first and foremost. Secondly, during the story, um, I read uh, I read through from VGC, right? I mentioned vice pres- uh, one of the vice presidents, uh, Takao Yamane. Uh, Takao is new to to Platinum. Uh, this is a story that was written uh, yesterday. I'm going to pull from Nintendo uh, Nintendo Life. Uh, this is Ollie Reynolds, right, who writes, uh, Platinum Games hires Nintendo veterans signaling significant change. Platinum Games, known for its works like Bayonetta, The Wonderful 101, and Astral Chain, has hired Nintendo veteran Takao Yamane in a move that is set to bring significant change to the company going forwards. Yamane will join Platinum Games as its vice president and chief business officer. The news comes from Famitsu. I think it was the it was like a preliminary interview before the interview that uh, where they talked about the the new IP that they're working on. Um, but the the article goes on to give the context of uh, Yamane had a 27 year career uh, at Nintendo uh, um, at multiple high level positions, uh, including vice president of Nintendo France and then managing director of sales at Nintendo Nintendo of Europe. If there's a game company that I like <laughs> that I think makes good decisions in terms of game design and game direction. It is Nintendo. Not that Takao Yamane is going to bring in the full force of Nintendo into Platinum, but I think sure. having somebody like that who who understands the business dealings of Nintendo and understands the business philosophy of Nintendo, having them be uh, as part of your new vice president team, I think is really good. And talking about how that's going to bring significant change does give me hope for the future of Platinum. And so... You know, I'll, I'll I'll leave that there. I will say right now, it seems like Platinum's main three games that they're working on now are Bayonetta 3, which I think is going to be a banger. It looks to be a banger. It looks good. People love Bayonetta. There is Project GG, which is the third game in their hero trilogy. That is um, Wonderful 101 and Beautiful Joe. And people are hyped about that. And from the debut trailer, that looks pretty good. And then it seems like there's this new IP. And again, I think and hope that it's going to be something that is more along the lines of what we know and appreciate Platinum for, because I don't want another Babylon's Fall. I don't think anybody wants Babylon's Fall. I don't think Platinum wants another Babylon's Fall. And so I hope we're all in agreement that uh, let's not do that again. Let's just make good Platinum games, and hopefully that'll then rake in the cash for you. Um, But cool. Janet. Before we hop into story number four, I want let people out there know about patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can go and get the show ad free. And before I even transition, Barrett, I know you came in hot. Are you prepared for this transition? We'll see. Oh, boy. Uh, and speaking of ads, let us tell you about our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Me Undies. Are people still trying to make plans with you this summer? As if you aren't booked and busy already. But thankfully, Me Undies wants to help make this summer the most comfortable one you will never forget. Because when you're living your best life, the last thing you want to worry about is butt sweat. And I know that from experience. But you know what? Me Undies has always been there to help me. I'm always wearing my Me Undies shirts, my lounge pants, my lounge shorts, my Undies themselves, the socks. I'm a Me Undies fanboy. Wouldn't have it any other way. I just absolutely love the socks soft micro modal fabric find your ultimate summer comfort in sizes extra small all the way up to 4xl meundies has a great offer for all of you out there for any first-time purchasers you can get 15 percent off for a limited time if you sign up for the free to join meundies membership you get 25 percent off your first membership item to get 50 percent off your order 25 percent off your first membership item and a hundred percent satisfaction guarantee go to meundies.com slash kind of funny that's meundies.com slash kinda funny shout out to express vpn for sponsoring this episode when you use the bathroom you always close the door behind you right well 
You don't want random passerbyers looking in on you. So why would you let people look in on you when you go online? Your internet service provider knows every single website you visit. ExpressVPN puts a stop to this. It creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so that your online activity can't be seen by anyone. I use ExpressVPN on all my devices, whether it's my phone, my desktop, uh, all everything. Anytime I'm using the internet, just because I am trying to stay as safe as possible. The best part is using ExpressVPN is as easy as closing the bathroom door. You just fire up the app, you click one button and you're protected. It is so easy. It's the biggest button in the world. One click, you're done. So if you're like me and believe your online activity is your business, secure yourself today by visiting expressvpn.com slash kind of funny. You can use our link expressvpn.com slash kind of funny and you can get an extra three months free. That's expressvpn.com slash kind of Shout out to Athletic Greens for sponsoring this episode. I started taking AG1 because I'm not a big pill guy. I don't want to spend a lot of time on extra things, but I wanted to make sure that I was taking care of my health. Now, I've been using it the last couple months, and I love it. It doesn't taste like it's super healthy. It has a fun tropical taste that I actually look forward to in the morning. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery focused and aging. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash kind of funny. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash kind of funny to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance athleticgreens.com slash kind of funny story number four blizzard albany is joining the unionization effort this is ryan dinsdale at ign a group of quality assurance workers at blizzard albany the the activision blizzard developer previously named vicarious visions known for tony hawk's pro skater one plus two and skylanders are working to unionize as reported by the washington post the group of around 20 employees has filed for a union election with the national labor relations board and asked activision blizzard management to voluntarily recognize the union Activision Blizzard has not confirmed whether it will or not, however, but said a decision will be announced formally and publicly to the NLRB. A spokesperson told the Washington Post that, quote, we deeply respect the rights of all employees under the law to make their own decisions about whether or not to join a union, end quote. The efforts of quality assurance workers at Raven Software, who formed Activision Blizzard's first union in January, encouraged the employees of Blizzard Albany to unionize themselves. As associate, as associate test analyst Amanda Laven said, quote, it's been very, very helpful and inspiring to see other employees show it's possible, end quote. Quote, seeing their process, it's been demystifying uh, to see them do it first and have an idea of how things go and how the company might respond, she added. Quote, we've already gotten to see someone someone do it on the, in, someone do it in our own company, and they've been very forthcoming with us, talking talking to us about what things are like and what problems they encountered. End quote. Janet, good news, right? Yeah, I want everyone everywhere to unionize pretty much all the time for every kind of job. So, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Cozy Bear writes into patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames just like you can and says, Blizzard Albany is unionizing, and in doing so, joining a small yet growing group of quality assurance developers across North America that have also unionized. Do we think that going forward, we'll, uh, we will mostly continue to see just other QA studios unionize over the next few years, or is the domino about to tip for non-QA studios? Janet, is this just a QA thing, or are we going to see the dominoes fall? 
I think it's going to go to everything. Um, I don't know how long that's going to take, but we've seen other like studios in general unionize. Like what the first North American union was. Oh gosh, I'm forgetting. It's an indie team, um, and I they made uh, something breakers. I bought their game specifically because they unionized uh and then i didn't end up actually playing it yet but i did buy it um so i'll try to pull that up if no one in chat remembers but yeah i think unions are going to be the way we eventually move for a lot of the industry um i don't know if that'll ever be the majority but i hope that over time as it happens more as people start to learn like what it takes to form a union because that's so much of like the challenge too like how do you form something that is super like a hot topic that could maybe get you into hot water in different ways, whether it's obviously legally there are protections, like you can't fire someone for unionizing, but we all know that you also don't want to be talking about that unionization on Slack. You know what I mean? Like you got to, th- there's layers to this and it's very complicated Vadio? and even people. Is that what oh, it is? Yeah. Vadio was the developer? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like Vadio games or something. Yes. I think that, that sounds right. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of like extra hurdles to, even if there is the desire, then there's trying to figure out, Okay, who else is interested? Like, how do I like tell me you want to be in the union without telling me you want to be in the union? There's a bunch of stuff like I don't know what it takes to form a union from scratch. Like I've only ever been part of a very established union when I was a teacher in Chicago with Chicago's Teachers Union, which is like one of the best and biggest unions like I think in the country for teachers. So, um, yeah, you know, I think we will start to see that move. And I would hope that it starts to shift to the point where there starts to become part of, I guess, the job search, right? Where it's like, hey, maybe people more lean on studios that have unions because of those protections. Maybe it becomes more appealing to work at studios that have things like a four-day work week. So I hope to see things like unions, like four-day work week, like other elements that are pro-worker start to become popular enough that people care on the... Because again, people don't care until like the money gets involved in terms of corporations. So if certain things are what it takes to make your studio appealing enough to get the workers that you need we'll start to see, I think, a little bit more of that progress. But um, yeah, that'd be my guess for it. I don't know if in our lifetime we'll see it tip in a big way, but I do think we're going to see these continue to uh, pop up. But what do you think? I I think we will see it uh, tip in a big way within our lifetimes, right? I think it right now activision seeing multiple studios uh within the publisher go for it i like i i think that's a a, a good sign for other AAA studios and publishers uh having that happen as well because activision has been one of the most plagued publishers in terms of toxic work work environments right like pe- people not being treated the way that 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 they should right not having the like work liberties and freedoms that they sh- they, they should be allowed um, oh, really quick, the studio made beast breaker that's the game that i downloaded beast and that i didn't play i have I never in my mind i was going through i was like is there i've never i don't think i've ever heard of a game with breaker in the it title. actually looks pretty good like i you know i also thought the game would be cool Plus, but it was a bonus that i was like i've never heard of brick breaker Okay, well, brick. Okay, brick breaker. Come on. But like, I didn't think it was going to be just the, throw the, words the out like that, like breaker. out like that. No, like fair. you've never heard that's of brick fair. breaker. Come on. That's bud. fair. Well, brick breaker. I, I okay. No, that's you got me. That's that's a good one. Cool your throw head breath. Um, but yeah, I think I think you'll see a trickle effect through that. And uh, to the question of, are we going to see this more for non QA studios? Right. Like, I think you will. I think the reason why you're seeing a lot of QA studios being the ones to to lead it off is the fact that uh, QA 
are oftentimes the one the, the ones that are uh treated the worst in the industry mm-hmm. at least on the dev side of the industry um in terms of things like pay in terms of things like work environment in terms of uh, uh things like getting uh, having having those freedoms again and liberties that you want to have as a worker to be able to to be treated fairly right qa is so on the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to yeah. those things and i think because of that unionization is immediately needed for QA. And I think through that, right, it'll trickle up to, to other uh, positions as well. But I totally understand why QA is quick to be like, yeah, we got to do something because these conditions are not great for us, right? And that comes from like me having friends growing up, right? Like I mentioned on Twitter, that uh, I went to, I went to a Volition event that they threw uh, uh, last week, and Volition is a hometown studio. I grew up in Champaign, Illinois. Volition is located in Champaign, Illinois, and I remember being when I was like what nineteen or twenty. I had friends that worked at Volition at uh, as QA, and they'll talk about it all the time, right? Like, yo. <laughs> pay like i know like i'll be like yo how do i work at volition that seems fucking awesome you work for a, a game studio the ones that make saints row and red faction i love red faction and they'd be like dude listen <laughs> i don't know if you want that smoke like i don't know if this is the the the, the kind of position that you want to get into if you're trying to get into video games um you know for a long time i think qa has had those issues and that's why you're seeing a lot of stuff uh kick off um with qa but i think hopefully and inevitably you're gonna see uh, uh see this happen with other areas of the industry like raven software was the ones to kick it off um in activision raven they're a support studio right like they're they're still doing development i'm sure there's a lot of qa ha- happening there as well but they raven does development as well and so you know i think that's an example right there and and um, this and blizzard albany is taking a lot of learnings from raven software right it's a, it's a collab- collaborative effort and so hopefully you see this stuff make waves hopefully you see even more collaborative efforts across activision and across other studios in the industry um but for that we'll have to wait and see for now Let's hop into story number five. Spider-Man for PC has a new trailer laying out its new features. This is, again, Nival on Twitter. Uh, there's a trailer, Barrett, if you're able to, to... Oh, you already did it. It's, Plus, I, you don't need I, to listen, tell me things. I'm on listen. top of it, bro. You always doubt me. It's, listen, it's because I host with Kevin, and I don't know if you don't know. If it's not his tell. fault. His internet <laughs> literally betrays him every day, and he's trying his fucking best. All right, listen, Plus. If there's anything I know about Kevin Coelho, it's that he makes everything from scratch. All right? Did he not make his own internet? Did he not build that shit from scratch? Maybe. I don't know anymore. I'm sure there's some wiring in his house. Uh, This Spider-Man trailer looks good. Again, Nibel from from Twitter uh, details some of the the bullet points here as far as new features. Uh, You're getting unlocked frame rate, uh, graphic settings, DLSS support, ray trace reflections and improved shadows, uh, ultra-wide monitor support, and customizable customizable controls. They've said nothing about puddles, uh, but I imagine... I really wanted them. I really wanted them in this trailer to get really cheeky and be like more detailed uh, puddles. It would have been so good. Janet, does this get you excited? Admittedly, no, just because it's not for me. Like, I'm not going to play Spider-Man on PC. I already played it on my PlayStation. And if I replay it, I would probably just replay it on PlayStation. Does it look better here? Probably. Do I care about that? I don't. Could I perceive it? On it, you'd be surprised to how little I can perceive in graphical differences when I toggle stuff on my PC. Um, I don't know what it is about me, but I just can't. I'm like, at, at, oh, Mac settings, second to Mac settings, basically the same to me. Um, I don't really pick up on that, so I'm not gonna pick this up or check you, it out. Now, do you but have it is a cool widescreen like, monitor? Do I have a widescreen monitor? No, I don't have a widescreen monitor. Um, but the fact that I even had to think about it for an extra second and the fact that I'm also not even confident in that, I think is very telling. Oh, yeah, that's I have this PC. I got an expensive PC, so I never had to think again. 
I'm like, I don't want to tinker. I don't want to think. I'm just going to go for it. But I do think this is good in terms of PlayStation having a good presence on PC. And I do think PlayStation having a good presence on PC is inherently good for PlayStation, which, again, makes the console where I like playing on my console. So I'm down for it in that sense. I'm just not excited as a direct consumer. But them coming in and actually having these cool features and bells and whistles to show off for the PC community that does care about that stuff, I think is important um, that this isn't just a, I mean, it was never going to be a drag and drop because that's not how porting works, but I think highlighting these features is important for their push into the PC market. Yeah, I want to give a shout out. Uh, Barrett had pulled up their PC specs. I've not seen uh, many many developers do it this way, where they have a a diagram of, hey, here's minimum specs, right? They, that uh, that uh, you can have on PC to run this game, and also here's how you run it. Right, talking about 720p, 30 FPS, yada yada, very low graphics presets. But then it goes up to here's the recommended specs. Here's very high. Here's amazing ray tracing. Here's ultimate ray tracing. Talking about the different levels of PC that. So that you ultimate can have better than amazing confirmed. Ultimate is better than oh wow yeah from Spire oh man that's a good. That's a good also, oh, bless. Chat's already correcting you, and I, I'll, I'll correct you as well. Mm. Devs usually post stuff like this. Yeah, but is it this detailed? Because I, yeah, I know they usually, they post... usually like go through of like what minimums, like also to ultimate performance stuff like this. I feel like okay. I've seen this graph. Uh, usually, usually when recently. I see it, it is like here's minimum specs, and then like here's maybe maximum. I've not seen it. Uh, yeah, here's, personally. Like, but also, but years. also, how often are you paying attention to stuff like yeah. that? Because you know, uh, not all those games are PlayStation games coming to PC. I think too. Um... I mean, oh, Jesus mentioning that normally it's just <laughs> normally it's not just like it's not always in a table. Sometimes it's just text. So I think just the presentation hits mm. a little different. Mm. But yeah, yeah. does this so do anything for you as uh, a fellow uh, deck boy over here? Well, that's actually what I was going to get to. Janet, usually I'm with you that when these PlayStation games come to PC, I think Are you usually with me. I mean, in, in this instance, yeah, like usually I'm okay. like, if a game's coming, I'm getting like attacked a lot in the last five seconds. What do I do? Uh, I usually am like, do you really okay. want the answer to that question? <laughs> Is it racism? We don't have time for this. Uh, usually, I'm <laughs> like, more stories. usually, I'm like, no, I'm good. I don't need to play the game on PC. I have a PlayStation. Like, sometimes I think about it, like, for God of War, I considered it a little bit. But I was like, ah, no, it's fine. Like, I played the game on console. I'm sure I'm sure the PC benefits are going to be great, but I don't need to play it again. Um, I am a new man now that I have a Steam Deck. And I cannot wait to play Spider-Man 2018 once again on my Steam Deck portable probably playing it in my bed <laughs> like i that is that that is a, a very big seller for me and uh yeah i'm looking forward to the release for that reason but yeah i do think like for the for the features that they're talking about in the trailer good for people who are pc folks that do care about fidelity i'm sure the andy cortez's of the world look at that and are like fuck yeah let's go uh for me i'm like fuck yeah let's play this on my steam deck and so but is it deck verified yet bless is it pre-verified i need to know but also now i maybe i don't trust the pre-verification wasn't stray pre-verified and then stray runs like not great on a, a steam deck like oh. It'll, like i, I feel like most they play fast and loose anyway. with that verification i mean yeah. if you watch i want to say blessings video on his channel i think that's because you have two you have one on kind of funny and one on yours uh where it's like just forget about the deck verification like just try out stuff and see what works sure. i feel like that's but like i got that uh, i got that to work very easily and people are like how do you know this because i listen to blessing audio you junior on youtube here, here, here's what i want to throw out right lanky jake dragoon says bless comes out here talking about how sink water is good and wonders what he did wrong i want to remind people out there i just said that i'm from champaign illinois i want you to look up on the internet champaign illinois water and see how clean the fucking water in champaign illinois is this is the reason i like sink water is because the sink water is great out there but i digress but you're not there Next anymore 
Yeah, but I still drink sink water. I don't know. I think it's fine. Wait, are you I'm not judging what it's from Why are we calling it sink water? Why are you guys water. calling it sink? It's tap, oh, tap water. water, I guess. Tap yeah. water, tap whatever. Water. What you the get hell? what we mean. What episode did I come in the middle of? Like, what? what is happening on this episode? I called it sink water because Shaq called it sink water, but you get what I'm talking about. I uh, mean, we all know. It's like when I say I'm taking like a plane ride. It's like, that's just a flight, but you know, whatever. What? You've never said it's that. Like, I've said that it's like I've never heard plane <laughs> Jared, ride what, before. I know. What did Janet? What name did Janet say? Where me and Barrett were like, "What the fuck?" Oh did you yeah, y'all are such like that was so annoying. I forgot. Um, and then I was talking about that in my house, and they're like, "I think they were just messing with you." And I'm like, "No, they really meant it." No, it was uh, no, it was y'all. Shia LaBeouf. Y'all said Shia LaBeouf's the name incorrectly. No, no, not that one. Because yeah, no, yeah, I, I say Shia LaBeouf. Came for me over it. like I don't know. I pronounce uh, it. It was somebody ways. from Moon, the Moon Knight guy, I think. What is his name? Uh, I don't know. Oscar Isaac? Yeah, oh, I said yes. Isaac instead you said of Isaac. Isaac. <laughs> Meanwhile, y'all didn't say Shia LaBeouf's name wrong, right? And then, like, it's weird that I said Listen, Isaac versus Isaac. I call him They're the, both the same the word. It, yeah. I call him LaBeouf for the memes. And also, LaBeouf is not as common of a name as Isaac. <laughs> I know so many Isaacs, and none of them pronounce it Isaac. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Story number six. Uh, Sony's partnering with Spin Master. This comes from Rachel Kayser at GamesBeat. Spin Master today announced it has entered a new licensing agreement with, with Sony. The former is the toy licensee for first-party PlayStation titles, meaning it'll make merch for several, several of Sony Interactive Entertainment's biggest brands. According to Spin Master, this includes titles like God of War, Horizon, The Last of Us, and Uncharted. It plans to create products, quote, in the action figure, collectible, playset, plush, roleplay, vehicles, RC, and games and puzzle categories, end quote. Uh, Chris Beardle, uh, Spin Master's CCO, said in a statement, quote, both SIE's PlayStation and Spin Master share a common goal uh, to inspire and entertain consumers through the relentless pursuit of innovation. Together, we'll bring the interactive storytelling of Sony's immersive PlayStation games to life in an all-new way, extending the fandom from digital to reimagined physical play, end quote. Spin Master rose to success thanks to properties like Paw Patrol, and it, is, it has been expanding its interest in gaming recently. In 2021, it created a $100 million fund, uh, Spin Master Ventures, to invest in toys, inter entertainment, and digital games. The PlayStation-centric toy line is expected to launch sometime in spring 2024. Um, hell yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to play with a Kratos and Atreus plushie. Why did, um, when I read Playset here, or when you read Playset off, I pictured like a God of War themed small kitchen for a child. That's oh, probably I not what they're going to make. Um, but yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I don't need any more garbage. I got a lot of garbage, but that's never stopped me from buying stuff before. Like the other day I saw on a PlayStation site, they had like an Astro Bot. What is it? It's, it's Funko for bougie people, Nendroid, uh, or Nenroid or whatever that, um, you know, kind of uh, figurine thing. And it looked really dope. I think it, it already sold out by the time I thought about like pulling the trigger on it. But seeing stuff like that was cool. So yeah, I mean, I'm down to see more, more, um, I guess, like merch stuff. I always, it's always nice to have the options for that kind of thing. Um, I hope they come up with some ridiculous stuff. Like I want, you know, a God of War RC boat, you know, like just get, get weird mm. with it. I want to see some cool stuff, but we'll see what comes out of this. It, it should be fun. And if nothing else, like if it's not something that you're interested in, you kind of can just skip it over. But if you are someone looking for stuff for certain fandoms, um, obviously God of War, Uncharted, Last of Us, Horizon are pretty well covered in terms of like PlayStation merch. But at the same time, there's not like a big diversity in some of those items like if you go to the playstation store there's only like a very set kind of style of things um and it does get like repetitive after a while with the shirts and like the mugs okay how many tumblers can i have that say different 
PlayStation properties on them. So mixing it up is cool with a company that seems like they have a history and already innovating and doing things in that space. Hell yeah. Uh, let's round out the Roper Report story number seven. FIFA's getting cross-play in women's leagues. This is Chris Hell yes. at Video Games Chronicle. EA has officially confirmed the new features coming to FIFA 2023. For the first time in the series, FIFA 23 will feature women's club teams uh, with two leagues available at launch. The Barclays Women's Super League in England and Division One Arkema in France. Crossplay will also be introduced for every 1v1 mode in the game, including FIFA Ultimate Team, online seasons, and online friendlies. This will be generation-specific, meaning PS5, Xbox Series X, and PC players can play together uh, as can ps4 and xbox one players other new features include uh, a new hypermotion 2 power dribbling animation system a machine learning jockeying system new acceleration mechanics that see player players reach their top speed at different rates updated physics when the ball hits players hands and feet and which is interesting because like that's not allowed in kick in um in uh, well, football soccer Maybe. oh good it point very good point in my head i was like if it's gonna be a foul anyway why do i care about the physics that's very good it's gonna be a handball but yeah yeah, uh, and then improved net interaction physics, and then a more realistic pitch, uh, which wears out as players slide on Ooh, it. And, and let me tell okay, you, that's freaking cool. Let me tell. I had the same cool. exact thought okay. when I read through it. I was like, "Fuck, that sounds." I'm a little bit sad tight. that like this is, and I get why this is at the bottom because normally it's kind of like top down from. I get it. I put yeah. FIFA at the bottom too when I do the red show, but and we don't. You know, we're already kind of over because it's it's been a long show for different reasons, but we got to talk about this a little bit. That is super cool. I mean, I'm always into the extra kind of bells and whistles on the animations uh fifa already looks really beautiful i i am hoping i will say i'm always hoping for like a bigger jump game to game and i do think there have been it like i started with fifa for fifa i think 2016 was my first one and there was i forgot what year it was but there was like a nice visual jump in one of the years where like i really felt it so i'm hoping that like stuff like this will really make it feel distinct where at a quick glance even i can tell and again i've mentioned that i'm not the i don't have the most keen eye for graphical differences again not to say they're not making it prettier every time um but something like that i think is super cool like the idea of getting like the real wear and tear i think to um stuff that I really like seeing from FIFA was just a little bit getting a little bit nerdier with, I think the analytics um, in like FIFA 22, cause that's the one we're on now. Yeah. It has like, I love that they have like that data breakdown of like where the goals are shot or where you're moving on the pitch. So I think they already have that insight. So kind of adding in the sort of look to it, I'm hoping that's too, too more than just cosmetic. Like I would love to see if like there's extra like, slip or like possibilities of like the slide going like not quite right if like the pitch gets like really worn down i'm also interested to see like what that looks like with maybe different um weather conditions in different areas but those features aside though i am super psyched for the women's thing i've been asking for this for a very long time with fifa i think it's i think in general fifa i would love to see them do a better job with some of the licensing stuff they have again it's not always like a malicious thing because you need to get these licenses you can't just pick any team you want to do it but there are so many like european teams and there's such little representation from like other areas i think there's a lot of ways that i feel like fifa could grow in representing all the different like diversity of the sport and the different people playing the sport something i do every year is i play i look for whatever the new teams are and i play a tournament with those teams and admittedly sometimes you know i forget <laughs> if my brother was here he'd remember but i've played with some real whack leagues i was gonna say them stats must be on the oh, floor not everyone i gotta look for my old um i wish i had thought about this before but like i gotta look for my old like um 
data because we've played with like some leagues that are just not good and like they don't play well and it's not a great time but for the women's stuff i've been dying for getting some women's soccer in here before this they did have women in the game but it was only the national team so you could play with like you know the united states women's national team which granted is like the freaking the like the best like one of the best um women's national teams there are um as opposed to like usmnt we're which a bit, is we're a bit biased, not I the agree. case there no but i mean it's tr- like straight up like that's they're they're up they're, there they're well, like well, like USM, USMNT, like the men's one, it's more like, okay, you'll probably make the World Cup, except for that one year y'all didn't, which was rough. And I say y'all because I go for Liga MX uh, and like the Mexico national team when I'm looking at World Cup stuff wow. personally, even though wow. I like MLS. Dude, and then when they get when they get get kicked out, you come running running back to the No, US I don't team. come running back. That's that's, <laughs> that's because I would that's never, what I do. I, I go never. I go for Nigeria and no, then once Nigeria gets kicked no, no, out, no. whatever hey, other African team, and then when they get kicked and, out, I'm like, and if All that's right, you, USA, let's, that's let's, let's you know, everyone can enjoy the sport how they want to enjoy multinational. Personally, yes, I live in the United States. Yes, I, I fuck with the MLS. I do not fuck with the US with USMNT. I don't fuck with that. That's just me. That's just me. But anyway, I'm excited to see the, the women's team that, in here. What about that one year where they got pretty far because the goalkeeper I still was didn't care. carrying us? I, I do not care. I don't want USMT. No, I don't want USMT to win. You can say what it is or whatever, like about you can judge me. I don't care. I don't care. I'm not I'm not Damn. for it. Not approved that's by fair. me. Tough no. Affair. Tough affair. Um, but yeah, the women's teams, that's gonna be dope. I've always had fun doing when I do my tournaments with my brother. We always do at least one women's tournament. And getting to have like getting to dip into these um is is huge. And again, these are like I, I'm not as in tune with like the women's leagues personally and in general with soccer, I've kind of fallen off of keeping up with the real life sport. Like I don't watch it as regularly as I used to, but the fact that these are like, you know, division one, two, like these aren't, you know, these are, these are cool teams. Um, they're like in that division one league. So yeah, this is, this sounds great. I'm excited for FIFA 23. I believe it's the last FIFA that'll have the FIFA name as well. So let's Monumental. go. It's I'm hyped. Moment. I'm right. Re- I'm watch. Let, let me know. EA. Listen. You know I'm about it. Send, let's go. Let's do it. Let's this go. is the first thing I did. Let's EG 2019. Sponsor a me and Janet FIFA stream series. A thousand percent. Like, and again, I'm not. You know, I'm not good. In, I do not have enough knowledge of FIFA and the different modes to like do a review ever because you need, I think, a really in depth knowledge to really review the sport. But I play every year. I like check out the stuff. Like, I'm legitimately a fan that has knowledge on the thing. Like, we both fuck with FIFA. Yes. Like, EA. I know you're watching. What's up? What's good? Let's let us see this pitch. Let's see me on the pitch. Anyway, but yeah, I'm excited about this. This is like the most. This is the most exciting. Thing I, yeah, I should have. I should have made the story today. number one. I didn't Secretly, realize I'd get this level of passion. No, uh, I mean, I didn't know that they. I wasn't. You know, a lot of times with FIFA, it's like yeah, like a little small. Like oh, they're adding this thing, which I care about. But like the the realistic pitch is going to be fire, and the women's teams being added is a huge deal. It's been super requested for forever. I cannot emphasize enough that that is a big fucking deal to finally have some women's teams in here that aren't just the national teams but anyway uh lexi gunner in chat says bandwagon is finest blessed listen all right first of all i am nigerian american i claim both countries when nigeria is, yeah. is in the world cup i gotta get hyped inevitably they're gonna get kicked out because that's what soccer is a nationals but like i you know i like psg and i'm not i don't but have also, an association there i just like Mbappe. Thing. when tim howard the u.s uh, goalkeeper when he steps onto the pitch 
oh, I get so patriotic, man. Like, I start saluting. Oh, it's good. I and start this doesn't say that USMT flag. doesn't have good play. I just, I don't fuck with America. If oh, that's man. what y'all need me to say. I don't one, fuck with that. that. And also, like, America doesn't fuck with soccer like that, too. So, like, every time the World Cup, you know, all these people were like, well, what's happening? We, we like, when y'all make the World Cup, once every so four years. I was eating that guys, up. I was eating once, that up. Guys, I'm really excited to find out if the US uh, team is going to go to the World Cup today. But that uh, that's going to be so far away. If I wanted to know what came to the mom and grab shop today, where would I look? Let's know, Janet. The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform, as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah. Sorry, I just, I, 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 no, I love y'all. I love y'all. Of course, of course. Let's, listen, it's, <laughs> you, an odd, it's an odd show because we had to cut out sometimes because a lot of tech yeah, I, So I'm trying to make sure we were getting those money, money's worth. Out today, we got Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance 2 for PC, PS4, Stadia, and Xbox One. Dread Out 2 for PS4 and PS5. Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. Trials of the Dragon King DLC for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. Tombstar for PC. Bunny Must Die, Chelsea and the Seven Devils for Switch. Hazel Sky for PS4. Oba Kedoro for PC. Seduction Amongst Fate for Switch. Bail or Jail for PC. And then No Man's Sky's Endurance uh, update is out today for free. Uh, that includes Freighter Overhaul, Vast Bases, Improved Hangar, NPC Crew, and so much more. New day for you. Uh, FIFA 23 is releasing on September 30th. Deal of the day for you. This comes from Wario 64. Tales of Arise is $29.99 US dollars on the US at US PSN store. So go jump on that if you're a JRPG nerd. Uh, now it's time for kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Rewrite in. Let us know what we got wrong as we got it wrong so we can correct it for those watching later on youtube.com slash games and listening later on podcast services around the globe. Uh, com comedian AET writes in and says, No Man's Sky, uh, new update, Endurance is out today. Uh, comedian, I'm going to need you to time yourself out and chat for 69 seconds. All right? Because I said that. I said that shit. You just hold your horses for a second and I'll get there. Uh, and then missed out today from Key700 says, uh, Sucker Punch have just made the Coles uh, the Legacy DLC for Infamous Second Son available for the first time since 2014. And it is free uh, and totally worth adding to your library. So if you want some of that goodness, that Infamous Second Son goodness for you, uh, go check that out on the US or I guess any PSN store. Janet, that's been it for kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Tomorrow's hosts for the show are going to be me and Tim Fucking Gettys. If you're watching this live on Twitch right now, after this is As Dusk Falls, part two with Greg, Mike, and Joey. If you want to catch that stream later, you can subscribe to youtube.com slash kindoffunnyplays. Remember, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily, each and every weekday, live right here on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. We have a Patreon post show for those that are subbed at the silver level of patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, so stick around for that. Otherwise, until next time, salute to Tim Howard. <laughs>